Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, April 8th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Orbital Command and Redacted Money discuss their proposal with an AMA. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everyone. We're at the top of the hour, so just so that we're respecting everyone's time, maybe we should begin with a little bit of an info at the start. I am Rebel DeFi, your host on the Orbital Command account. I can see we've got Ghidorah in the room. Um, MB has just come up to help me host this space, also member of Orbital Command. Good to see we've got some skeleton punks in the house as well. And someone from Redacted. I'm not exactly sure who's on the Redacted account just now. So would you like to give us a quick intro, the man behind the mask? Yeah, of course. Hi, I'm Mangerholm. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders. Um, uh, sadly, the other guy couldn't be here today because he's on vacation. But yeah, I'll I'll be your I'll be your uh, you know speaker for the afternoon, and uh, yeah, we'll get into it once a couple more people join. I would say. Awesome. Thank you very much for that, MB. I know you've been out drinking all afternoon. Do you want to say hello? Yeah. Thanks, Treble. Hey, hey everyone. Um, um, yeah, great to be here. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about the uh, redacted proposal, which I've read, and I find it's really positive. I hope it gets a, a good reception for the community. Thank you. Thanks for that. You weren't slurring your words too badly, so uh, I believe you've probably had a nice afternoon and hopefully have a nice evening. I mean, where we are, I'm out in Bangkok at the moment, so it is 9 p.m. I think it's a little later with MB, who's out in Australia. As far as I'm aware, redacted, are you? Sorry, Magahorn, are you in Europe just now? Yeah, currently uh, I'm in Europe. You know, um, mostly that's that's where I uh, I'm at and located at. Um, weather's not too good right now, a little bit cloudy, but it is April. I mean, that's the exact reason I'm out in Southeast Asia, just trying to escape the European winter, which I suppose is coming to an end. But um, yeah, still enjoy my shorts and t-shirt. Definitely, definitely. I would do the same thing if I could. <laughs> it's it's a great. It's, well, listen, Thailand. The, the internet in Thailand is amazing. I'm I'm not a very good gamer, but I'm, I reckon if I had my PlayStation out in Thailand, <laughs> even I could probably kill some people on um, Warzone. <laughs> Yeah, Warzone is one uh, that I, I was never too good at myself either. Yeah, yeah, it's always it's always the desire to kill some bad guys. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm usually the one with the, the shocking ratio. So I mean, this is this space is recorded, so people who are not here and are interested can listen on catch up. I believe Finn from Terra Spaces will do a sort of clean up of the audio, and it should be posted within a few days. 
on the TerraSpaces channel and then obviously all through the different podcasts. So, I mean, do you want to talk about what Redacted does a little bit? I'm assuming most of us in here know, but just in case anyone's wondering, like, what is this project? What, what, what chain is it on? Um, do you want to just go right back to basics and tell us what, what Redacted is about? Of course, man. Um, so we like to call ourselves a privacy suit because um, that's ultimately what we're aiming to do, not just to be uh, a utility on a chain, but to become an, an entire suit of privacy solutions to use. Um, and right now, what we're mainly doing is um, we got a mixing pool for uh, Luna USDT and USDC or XL, uh, AXL USDT and USDC, uh, which you can deposit money into. Uh, for which you will receive a what's what's called a note. This note is pretty much to be handled like a private key, and uh, whoever has this note and uh, the information in it can withdraw the money you deposited into the smart contract. Um, during deposit and withdrawal, the uh, on-link chain to um, f- traceability is broken. So. The pools are always sized equally. So if everyone dep- deposits 100 Luna and uh, people start taking out 100, uh, 100 Luna to different wallets, uh, nobody can really say, you know, whose money is being withdrawn here. And there- therefore, uh, this privacy aspect is generated. Um, and that is what we're doing right now. That's what's up and running. Absolutely. And um, for anyone that's not sure of the redacted website typically the way i do things just to try and be secure is go to the official twitter account and follow the links that way so you could um follow redacted if you're not doing so already and the official website is just redacted.money i think that just just going to the homepage makes me think of terra it's it's a nice looking homepage with the sort of in my opinion the terra feel and then just clicking on the launch app button comes up with a disclaimer. I'll be honest with you. D- yeah, disclaimer, obviously, we should all read this stuff. I normally just go, yeah, that's fine. Can, can you tell us what the disclaimer is about in maybe two sentences? Um, it's kind of, this was sort of added after the whole uh, tornado cash scenario. Uh, just as a little bit of like cover your ass, you know, it's just basically, you know, if, if, if you use the smart contract wrong, we are not liable for any damages, you know, we're not a a company or whatever. Um, and pretty much just the standard stuff, um, just to make sure just some certain regulatory issues are, are covered. You know, you gotta have a disclaimer, <laughs> you know, you gotta have somewhere stating that, you know, if, if you do something wrong, we're not liable to any damages or whatever. Um, and after the tornado cash debacle, we figured it would, it would be wise to include such a thing uh, right before the website. But in general, it just says, you know, we're not liable for any damages. We're not a company where this is a decentralized uh, project. There's no central. So it's controlled by Dow basically. And uh, just generalizing team and affiliates and uh, who the project really is. Cause we at, at our core believe that this project in the end, you know, it started with community, the community wanted this. So uh, we started building it. 
the community s- continues to support it uh, because they want privacy on Terra and uh, eventually cross-chain. And so we purely believe is this, we don't have any seed investors or anything like that. This is, this is pretty much all community and some, uh, you know, hard work of some uh, very talented developers. And I can see we have NFT switch in the house as well. So I'm sure they can sort of vibe with that sort of sentiment, the community coming from the community, building something on not a great deal. Can you remind me, did you guys get a little bit of Terra emergency funding? Uh, yes, we did. Uh, I cannot tell you exactly how much uh, W was involved in that. He could tell you exactly how much that was, but we, we did uh, receive some allocation in the emergency fund uh, after the DPEG. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I'm not certain of the exact figure right now myself either, but it, it, you certainly weren't in the sort of top bracket. I do remember that. Um, so yeah, it, it hopefully kept you going for a little bit, but I imagine that's probably gone by now. Um, but then if we just click through past the disclaimer and into the website, I, I'll be honest with you, I've never actually mixed anything other than Luna. Um, but just looking, you've got the drop down. Yeah, we can mix the USDC or USDT. Very nice. Um, I mean, one thing this kind of reminds me of a little bit, and sorry, housekeeping wise, I didn't really do that a very good job at the start. So typically we run these spaces for about an hour. Um, if, if there's anyone in the audience with questions, we should hopefully get to them sort of halfway through. And we definitely want to leave a lot of time for audience questions um, after we've had a brief sort of discussion about what Redacted actually allows us to do. I mean, one thing that this reminds me of a little bit is Nowhere Art, in the sense that they built something, in their case, an NFT marketplace, really, really nice NFT marketplace, but it was built. And then they came to the community and said, oh, we could do some money to keep it going. And the community essentially said, well, you've built it. Like, so that's kind of what I'm seeing, or just on a, on a personal level. Um, I think Redacted is brilliant. I love it. I use it. But it's, it's built. So can you sort of go into maybe the proposal a little bit? Like, what, what is it you need the funding for? why should the community in your opinion get behind it right um so the main reason uh we originally uh started out um is so at first we set out goals that we wanted to achieve uh bit after bit we were able to achieve all those which is uh, pretty much the mixing uh, the staking of the coins and the Ronins now recently completed with the launch of Enterprise, which we're very excited about. Um, and this is just pretty much for um, expanding on what we currently got, uh, bringing more utility and uh, more volume also from other chains. Because the big core of our uh, new proposal is, uh, besides Proof of Innocence, which we can get into a little bit later, um, but the big thing about this proposal is that we want to see um, 
we're, we are ecosystem partner uh, of router protocol. And essentially we want to work together with router. If, if in case you have the uh, proposal open right now, um, you can look at the picture that's included on how that's gonna work. And it's basically gonna allow you to mix assets uh, from, so for example, you could mix an asset from Ethereum to Ethereum, still using the Terra redacted money smart contract. And uh, this pretty much enables so much liquidity from other chains. We will be we will be able to um, allow for cross chain swaps, which are not not cross chain swaps, uh, cross chain mixes, uh, which would increase the anonymity set of. Um, because you have to consider not not only do you now not know who this uh, specific deposit initially came from you don't even know what chain it came from so it adds like a whole nother level to the anonymity set uh, and not only is this good for redacted money this is also of course good for people who want to use privacy who maybe aren't in the terror space uh, who can still use our product uh, uh, thanks to thanks to um, the router tech and that's pretty much the heart of the proposal with some uh, other things added on. Um, I'll just go over the proof of innocence right now and what that is. Um, it's pretty much a way. So we're going to have an exclusion list, which uh, is going to have listed. Um, this the, First of all, this list is going to be controlled by DAO and it's going to record hacks or like uh, smart contract breaches. So anything where, where a, a hacker illegally gained funds, um, the wallet addresses will be uh, put onto this exclusion list. And then over, the, over this proof of innocence protocol, you can generate uh, a proof that basically says, um, this, this deposit that was withdrawn did come from this exclusion list or did not come from this exclusion list if if it is on the exclusion list it is hack coins then you know you you kind of did it oopsie chances are you're a hacker um uh, but if if it's not on the exclusion list then you basically have a proof that your funds are legitimate you know they they didn't go through any you know you didn't go through any illegal means to obtain them or or surreptitious way or or, or stuff like that um and that's that's the second big part about this proposal. Uh, now, so far, uh, before I go on with the uh, other stuff, is there so far any any questions or anything I could answer? On a, on a personal level, I'm I'm okay with that. But just for anyone who's maybe new to mixers, and and maybe hasn't used Redacted or any other mixer, you were talking about the anonymity set. And could you just kind of break that down in a nice, clear explanation? or anyone who's not 100% sure? Sure. So let's say you have uh, Alice, Bob, and Michael, and uh, they all deposit uh, 10 Lunas each into our smart contract. Now, um, you know, uh, someone from the outside would see, okay, uh, Alice, Bob, and Michael deposited 10 Luna each into the smart contract. There's now 30 Lunas uh, divided into 10 in the smart contract. So it's an anonymity set of three. So if one person were to withdraw out of the pool now, you'd have an anonymity set of three because it's three possible people that could have withdrawn this. Um, and that's pretty much the anonymity set. It's just the more the more deposits are in the pool, the less uh, traceable 
um, the funds are when you make a withdrawal. And that's what, what an anonymity set is. So this part of your proposal where you're talking about a, a, a cross-chain anonymity set and just me, meaning there's going to be more potential or there's going to be more people making the deposits, hopefully, and then you've got a larger anonymity set. So having a, a larger anonymity set is good for both. Is it good for the depositors or is it protect mostly due to the or good for the people who are withdrawing? Um, I mean, the people who deposit are the people who withdraw typically, um, but it, it's just generally, in general, everyone profits off of it. If if it's just someone using it, if it's just us running uh, 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 running the protocols, because that way we can ensure users actually have their anonymity. Uh, so it's just a, if the anonymity set increases, it's just an uh, all around win for everybody who's who has an interest in privacy. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I've actually been sending people some money who redacted, and it's been working really well. Um, but I suppose more than that, it's, it's people essentially sending money to themselves just to make it a bit more private. Is that is that fair to say? That's definitely what I've used it uh, for in the past. Um, and in that case, I was trying to uh, send my friend some money that I, w that I owed him. Um, but, well, and I didn't particularly want him to have my main wallet address. Um, and, you know, this, this could be for several reasons, because, you know, either you're making a charity donation and you might uh, want to make it anonymous. That's not possible on the blockchain unless you have something uh, like a, zero knowledge smart contract or or, or a mixer um, or for example we all know that stores when you go to buy things that they're very that they love your data they want to gather everything about you what you buy when you buy your preferences and and things like that and uh, you you have a genuine interest or you might have a genuine interest in uh, keeping your data to yourself because in the end it's it's your data and so there's multiple use cases for this either sending money to people whether it be for uh, an anonymous transaction or whether it be for your own money so it's you can spend your money and uh, let's say a vendor can't see your entire portfolio and investment strategy and things like that uh, and that's essentially what it's good for thank you for that response and there was also the other phrase which i'll be honest with you i wasn't completely um, aware of previously but proof of innocence so this is to do with when as we saw sort of with that um, tornado tornado cash thing where people were just getting wallets blacklisted even if they were innocent you're you're suggesting that redacted are going to create this exclusion list and therefore if, if a wallet is not on the exclusion list it's therefore innocent is that did I understand that correctly? So a proof of innocence can be generated for every for every dep deposit, and this just basically checks if the um, if the wallet that made the deposit uh, was blacklisted for any type of illegal event, whether it be hacking, whether it be scamming, whether it be uh, things like that. So it checks for the depositor address whether it was involved in any sort of surreptitious activity. Um, and then from that, you can generate a proof that says 
uh, my deposit that I withdrew was not involved in any illegal activity, or you know, if it, if it was, the proof of innocence would show. Ah, you know, your your wallet is on the hacker list, so this this transaction is uh, not kosher. This is not to say that um, even if your proof of innocence uh, check, quote unquote, fails. Um, that you can't make the transaction. We we cannot stop people from uh, making transactions through the pool. But this is basically just. Let's say you get it. Let's say for I don't you know the tax man comes knocking and they uh, and they tell you you know your Luna that you have withdrawn from uh, the Redacted Money Smart contract. We, we you know it went through a privacy machine. How do we know it's not it's not uh, you know like drug sales or anything like that. So you can go and um, generate this proof of innocence and show uh, to and basically show to authority that you were not involved in any surreptitious activity. Yeah, I mean, I think that's cool and all. That said, though, I think authorities that are trying to clamp down on crypto are not really going to give a shit about proof of innocence. They're like, yeah, you're using decentralized. Um, blockchain technology, therefore you're guilty of something. We'll we'll find something. Um, Fair enough, yeah. Can can we sort of move the conversation on a little bit? I mean, because we're almost halfway through this thing so, and definitely want to have some time for audience participation. One thing I'm doing just now is actually looking at the votes. I, I don't know if 4719 is going to want to come up a bit later, but it looks like Ghidorah has voted yes. It looks like NFT Switch have already voted yes. Um, Orchain Bull, huge validator, has voted yes. I, I mean, I can understand. Well, I've, I've got my opinion on why these people are voting yes. Um, Orbital Command haven't yet committed. You've essentially got half the votes cast are yes, half the votes cast are abstain. Minimal no's, absolutely no zero no with vetoes, one interesting yes vote, which the community might be interested in. It's not a huge vote, um, Luna in terms of Luna, but Natural Dawn's Crypto Crew Validator has voted yes. Typically, he votes or encourages no's and no's with veto. Um, it, it's my opinion, and you don't, you don't want to hear me talk too much, but I just quickly want to get this out. Um, as far as ROI for the community pool, I'm not certain this proposal is a great one for, like, for the community pool making money. But, I mean, that's not necessarily a problem um, because it looks like a lot of the validators or some of the validators that are voting in favor of this proposal, and, and obviously I can't speak for them, but just, just knowing what they tweet about, especially Thorchain Bull, he's big on decentralized finance. He's big on the the dollar trending to zero. He's big on people taking responsibility um, for their own money. And I'd say that's probably true with Don as well. I'm not certain, too certain of Ghidorah's political views, but it, it seems like a reasonable hypothesis in my mind that people are voting for this not because we think, hey, we're going to get tons of red tokens and like well, community pool is going to make tons of money here but because of what you are offering as far as privacy goes. Um, do you accept that or do you want to refute that? 
Um, I have to agree with you in large strides there. Uh, definitely the utility is the biggest um, proposal or like the biggest, you know, the, the utility is the biggest part of the proposal. However, I do say, because think about it like this, right? Um, this would enable us to go on to any chain that's uh, that can interact with router. Um, I don't know. W, the co-founder, sent me uh, another comment that was uh, personally voting no on the proposal. Um, and uh, he did the math and calculated that there would there would be a total volume of 100 million US dollar needed to uh, break even. Uh, if you look at how much Tornado Cash was doing before they got shut down, I don't think this is particularly reasonable, while this is not definitely not a cash cow, you know? So I think there is definitely... Um, the utility proposal is definitely the biggest part. I agree with you there, but I would also uh, not refute that this also has potential to not only break even, but also uh, run some profit for the community pool. Because in the end, you got to remember, at least as far as I know, there's no other uh, cross-chain uh, mixer available. And so you could use this from Ethereum to Ethereum. And so people that don't even have anything to do with Terra could be using this, bringing uh, TVL and, um, you know, an anonymity set to uh, the native mixer. And so to, to say it again, I agree with you. Um, the biggest proposal is the utility. However, uh, I don't see that this is, doesn't have the proposal, it doesn't have the, um, chance to also turn profitable absolutely thank you for that response i would say that was yeah an honest response there which i appreciate and um, I, I wonder if it's jg behind the nft switch account he wants to come up um he's got his chino man tendencies to come and take over mb just before jg starts speaking and um, mb have you anything you would like to raise yeah, thanks, Rebel. Um, I guess, yeah, you've covered it pretty well, and I think some of the other speakers that come up shortly will also add to it. But um, one question I had was the was to do with the NFT marketplace, which has been proposed as part of this um, yeah, proposal. And um, I, I just wondered whether that uh, NFT marketplace, how it fits into the scope uh, of this privacy proposal and whether it's essential or um, just you know, an added benefit or or how it fits in anyway. Um. Right. Um, so this came out of that uh, at the time we were at a point where Luna didn't have a, a native NFT marketplace anymore uh, after, or, you know, not, not anyone's, um, you know, there was like a Luart around or there was like a nowhere around after they shut down. Um, and so we set up some meetings with, uh, um, the old Luart marketplace guys to see if, uh, you know, we could get some, okay. Because basically after our first proposal that got rejected, we thought, okay, how, what, how can we, how can we turn this proposal into something that any lunatic in their right mind would not be able to turn this down? And, um, this was just the perfect moment to strike with this, you know, the native NFT marketplace is all shut down. So we figured, 
why not bring Luart back? It, it's it's not Ontario 2 anymore, and it was uh, the best marketplace, in my personal opinion. Um, now, I, I can't talk uh, much about uh, the details uh, because there have been some developments that um, W was involved in that I wasn't. Uh, so I can't give the if if it's exactly going to be Luart or not, but uh, this is this is a, a part that's essential to us. This I mean, if the communities, if our community says that this is unnecessary and this should be cut and the budget should be allocated towards other functions or or jobs, um, then we will do so. But personally, we've gotten. Um, a good resonance to the marketplace and it's definitely something that would be dear to us especially you know what what good is a ronin nft if you don't have a marketplace to trade it on you know <laughs> so uh this this is very important to us to keep it short yeah thanks for that yeah no i respect that you guys certainly have the terror ecosystem and community at, at the heart of what you're proposing here so that's that's cool thank you just one last question then before we bring g g up is to do with the ask itself, as far as I'm aware, and it looks like, I mean, at the moment, it's not a quorum yet, but it is, it's looking pretty positive. Um, well, pretty positive for, for the people who want Redacted's proposal to succeed, um, of which, obviously, Redacted are, are a big part. I'm not seeing it jump out at me clearly on the proposal itself. Um, it's essentially a swap of half a million Luna for one million red tokens. Is this in just the proposal passes, boom, you do the swap straight away, or is there are there any milestones here? Uh, we did not plan to work with any milestones there. Um, the token that we requested would be going into vesting. However, the red token that we will be providing to the community pool um, would be handed over uh, immediately although under um there is a it is basically stated that they're uh, locked up and staked uh, and this is basically so that it can um generate right this is the thing i haven't covered yet for example if you stake our red token or the ronin nfts um you all the protocol generated fees are going uh, 100% to the Ronin stakers and red token stakers so uh, the tokens that would be going to the community pool would be staked and would be earning um, a part of the rewards of the of the fees that we're generating um so there while there is a locking up it would be uh, immediately transferred as uh, uh, as one transaction awesome and okay, sorry, it was, I, I hadn't fully opened up the proposal. Um, and I see you've got this multi-sig of community members. Um, I'll just say, it, yep, there's, I mean, this is public knowledge. So W36D from Redacted, Danku, JG from NFT Switch, Vinny from SCV, and Finn from Terraspaces. Um, I would say. All, all known and respected lunatics. Hey. Well, I'd say four, four out of five are probably lunatics. Um, hey, hey, can you guys hear me? I'll, I'll leave that as a multiple choice for people to, to decide. All right. Hey, um, good, yeah, JG. Good morning uh, from, from Los Angeles. So, you know, I want to just say a couple of things. Redacted Money, uh, this is a team that has constantly built and delivered and tried to bring value to the ecosystem. They originally set out to just be an NFT-funded mixer. 
And, you know, they survived the crash. And when other people vanished, they didn't. So I have a lot of respect for that. And for them to come out and offer this, I do see great potential in the fact that now this, these liquidity pools and routes are now have fingers into complete other ecosystems, right? To me, that makes a lot of sense. Terra, the ethos of Terra has always been to lead the decentralized like movement. And, you know, Redacted Money is utilizing uh, Enterprise DAO, and we're seeing a lot of the new tooling and power that's happening again. And a lot of energy is coming back to Terra, I believe. You know, I am, you know, I guess I am a lunatic, but I really am also a believer that we need to have a really strong blockchain with privacy and decentralization. And to me, this is not like a big ask, you know, um, and I don't believe it's wasted either. They're not asking for, you know, ridiculous salaries. They're not. And man, I just see that overall, these are things that we need. And there's no reason why we don't have them. We we should just invest in ourselves. There's certain teams that are constantly pushing forward. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe people don't watch as closely as I do. I'm trying to follow as closely as possible. I think this is like really crucial to like the financial future and safety. I'm serious on that. I don't want to get down that rabbit hole, but I don't see this being as uh, something that's out of pocket. And the 10% red, I mean, there's a hard 10% circulated red token. This is, in my opinion, another asset that will be valuable. It's finite. It's not going to be infinitely printed. Am I correct on that? I want to make sure that I'm not saying that wrong. Yes, absolutely. Uh, The supply is uh, locked. Right. And or capped rather capped and it's community driven. So 50% of the proceeds are shared with the uh, NFT holders of the original. They've, they've, they've promised and delivered from their original mint. And to me, that's respectful. You know, these guys aren't going to not deliver. And at the end of the day, I want products that are deliverable. You know, we're all trying to build and, and bring something back. And that's all I got to say. Free Doquan. Thanks for that contribution, JG. And do you want to say anything about your vote or is, have you kind of said enough? I mean, it's no, well, which way you did vote. So we voted yes. We voted yes. We support teams <laughs> that push the boundaries and, you know, what you can do with NFTs. There, you know, uh, there said we need better markets, NFT marketplaces. Uh, I think competition breeds better products. And uh, I would be interested. Is there going to be a privacy aspect to the NFT market? That would be interesting. I don't know if there's a way to breed privacy into the NFT sales because they are these unique tokens and stuff is traceable. I don't know if that technology is there, but I was wondering about that. Uh, We we were trying to figure out a way if this was somehow possible. However, on a fundamentally public blockchain with uh, non-fungible tokens, we don't really see a way how that would be possible without, uh, you know, putting it on onto like a, a second layer or, or something like that, which would overcomplicate things. So the, the NFT market would just be a regular NFT market without uh, privacy aspects. Is it uh, too much for me to, uh, I mean, because I kind of feel like I might know some stuff. So are you talking about interfaces or UIs or anything like that at this point? Um, w would would be able to answer this question better to you. As I said, he was uh, he was in the uh, in the last talks um, about this without me. Uh, but do you, do you know W? You've you've seen Redacted Money. If if you know that someone can put a good UI together, it's it's W. So 
Yeah. Um, I, I can't, I can't give anything concrete on how it's going to look or anything, but you, all I can say is, you know, W, you, he always hits it. He always hooks it up. Okay. I got another question. Is there any way to tie in the redacted money uh, token into the marketplace? That would definitely give it an added value kicker also. No, I don't know if that's a, a possibility. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it is on the table that possibly, um, you know, it could be like a, for for every so, so what we're definitely do want to do is uh, not only a marketplace for Luna, but you could also uh, put it up for Red. Um, but then also we were thinking about maybe you know maybe maybe you have to uh, um, burn some Red every time you make a transaction or or some mechanics like that. Uh, it is on the table. We are working on details of that, but it, 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 we don't have anything uh, particularly kinked out about that. But we are definitely looking to um, always improve both utility and, uh, you know, just things you can do with the token. Because what, what's a token that, that, that isn't fun, right? If, if it doesn't go up in price and it, it's not fun, then what do you hold it for? So... Um, we we plan to we plan to bring more utility to red over the marketplace uh don't have anything concrete yet particularly all right well thank you for sharing that with me of course man happy to answer thanks for that contribution jg we've got um terra spaces in recording i don't know if ben speaks on this account but as a signatory on the potential multi-sig if this proposal passes do you have anything you would like to add, Finn? I'll just leave that one hanging, and if he steps up, that'd be great. Otherwise, we can just proceed. Um, so are you speaking to validators behind the scenes, or are you just did you just put the proposal up and kind of crossing your fingers? Um, and, and do you have a sort of like a pitch? Very second one minute pitch as to why people should not just leave this to the validators but should actually go and vote well in your case for this proposal individually mm, a 30 second pitch um maybe that was a little bit too short but, um yeah right, take right. as long well, as let, let, me let me think about it. let me think about it no pressure um <laughs> Well, essentially, I'd I'd go back to the uh, essentially I'd go back to the utility proposal of the of the privacy, um, and it's it's never seen before utility integrating cross chain into mixing. So um, whether you do vote yes or no, um, if you, if you vote yes, of course we're very happy about that. If you vote no. You know that's fine too. Um, maybe hop into our our Telegram channel and and let's talk about it. You know we can't sway everybody, and we don't intend to. There's some people who uh, are against the idea of uh, having this expanded on the platform, uh, and I understand that too. It's a valid viewpoint. Um, to get back to the question, we have been talking about to uh, validators uh, in in DMs after our last proposal, after we realized that just uh, posting on Agora and and starting some this, this discussion was not enough because it's not seen by everybody. Um, and yeah, thirty second pitch. Uh, welcome to privacy. You won't get this anywhere else. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I mean, 
absolutely put on the spot. I used to go to um, Toastmasters Public Speaking Club, and one of the toughest things we did was called table topics, where you would literally just get called up. You wouldn't know who was actually getting called up, but they'd just bring you up and say, right, talk about your favourite teacher at high school. And so obviously you can kind of talk about something, but other times it was like a ridiculous topic that, that was, was very challenging. Um, so yeah, you did great there. Thanks for that. Um, we still have 20 minutes or so, 19 to be precise. If anyone who is listening has a question, and while we're waiting to see if anyone does want to come up, I notice we've got an account listening in. I don't know if this is the right way to pronounce it, but Anka, and Anka also appears on the redacted proposal. Is this just coincidence, or is this some sort of relationship? And can I mean the the, the Anka section of the proposal is kind of redacted, but is there anything you could share? It's another branch of project that we put into the proposal, also the last one. Um, And it goes back to, uh, in the proposal, it says redacted uh, in quotations future. But this kind of goes back to our past uh, of why we actually started on Terra was uh, for the stable coins because we thought, especially, you know, what are you going to be spending? Are you going to be spending Bitcoin or are you going to be spending stable coins? Uh, of course, you would rather spend stable coins um, for just like everyday purchases. And that's why we thought Terra especially needed the privacy. And uh, now that, you know, after the after the big uh, oopsie, uh, this is, I mean, of course, there's USDT and USDC. But, um, you know, who really has the governance over that? It's always, always a question. And uh, we just want to provide a fully decentralized alternative. Um, as as for as for who that is, I, I can't talk about that. That's fair enough. Is 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 that a legit account that people may want to follow, or is there? Okay, I can see that actually. Orbital Command are following that account. So Let me assuming. check it real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the real one. Okay. The real one that cannot be spoken about, but if you were to follow that account, that may be something to keep your eye on. It it does seem just to talk about stablecoins for a little bit that there's a number of them. And just on a personal level, I wonder if having so many decentralized stablecoins is great or if it's questionable um i certainly think they're a great idea and i'm just speaking for myself here not necessarily orbital command but well the great thing about usd before it wasn't so great was that it had it was massive um and then with so many different iterations of decentralized stable coins it i mean i think it's going to be tricky for one of them to to get massive. And, and I think that's kind of what we need. Yeah, exactly. I kind of agree with you there, Rebel. Um, yeah, I would like to have seen this proposal perhaps um, split into two parts. Or the first part being the core privacy proposal and the a second part, an option for the community to 
support or not being the NFT marketplace and the mysterious um, Ank um, project as well. Um, I think that might have been, yeah, something I would have preferred to have seen. Um, and what that might have looked like in terms of a uh, you know, request for community spend as well, um, whether it would be uh, significantly less than the 500,000 Luna um, or, or much the same. I guess it all depends on uh, how you go about this. Uh, in this case, this would be a, a non-fiat pegged uh, stable coin. Um, so it would sort of go over uh, an index of uh, different assets. Uh, there's some multiple ways how you could go about this. And I mean, if you really just wanted to do it and, and port it over, I'm sure there's probably some... Uh, some some project on some other chain that you could uh, uh, just fork and it wouldn't be a lot of um, wouldn't be a lot of work. However, we want to we want to actually make sure and see that the formula were um, you know that this is not just a formula that, that works on the on the native chain of this. Um, but in the end, uh, it is going to be it is going to be not unsubstantial um but in the end uh the cross chain is really what's going to be the most work here or the the most requiring of of man hours um the ank going as far as that uh, won't be as uh man hour intensive and after all we we, we hugely plan to involve community uh, and what they're saying in in the development of this, and we want to make their voices heard. And ultimately, you know, this is for the community, so they get the big say in this. Uh, yeah. Cool. Thanks for that. I mean, that's a good uh, good response. Um, I'm just looking just lastly here at the um, the timeline for. I think you've got a um, eight month period, which is which is what the salary allocations are, are going to cover. Um, um, pretty much eight months is going to be enough time to, to, to achieve what's, uh, what you're setting out to do with the privacy protocol. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. Um, I mean, in the end, you got to also remember that it's, it's also a router protocol uh, working with us. So it's not that we're building... I, I'm, I'm, we are building it up from the ground up in the sense of uh, this this hasn't really been built before, but um, you know we're just using it will require some new development. However, um, you know we're just using like like you can use our project to uh, build on top of your project and offer privacy, you know these these other protocols like router enable you to um, just have this be easier without building a ground up uh, solution for this. And so we think uh, eight months is a good eight months is a good target for this. Um, I mean, after all, we're, we're fairly flexible uh, when it comes to like, for example, I, I have not uh, been uh, getting any a uh, uh, compensation for things I've been doing for the project for quite some time now, and and you know, I, quite frankly, I don't particularly need it because um, this is just 
you know, we've, we've built this from the start. This has been a long time coming. So uh, if we can, if we can cut this, you know, if we can cut my salary and rather give it to a developer because we're not hitting the timeline, I'd be, I'd be way more inclined to do that. But um, of course, eight months is the designated timeline for this. And we do believe that with development, we will fit into this time frame. Okay, thanks for that. Appreciate it. My mind is just gone a little bit blank. I was I had, I had something I was going to respond to what you've just been saying there. Um, if you, sorry, I just had a message came in and it totally threw me. If you could give me a moment just to collect my thought. Yeah, that's a good rebel. Um, yeah, I mean, just more thoughts on on that timeline, which I mean, uh, I'm not really prepared to. Uh, judge whether that's a fast or a slow timeline. I'd I love to see privacy in, in the ecosystem as, as soon as possible. I think it's really important. Um, but um, look, I would hope that the multi-sigs uh, members, you know, JG and, and others um, that are on this call too um, would have some thoughts on on ensuring that the timeline is met and at milestones are a good suggestion. Um, it keeps everybody honest and, and focused on on meeting targets and, and hitting that uh yeah that goals so yeah just that's my thought on that fair points yeah and, and valid i i yes sorry i just flicked off to a different screen and that's why i realized i completely forgot what i was going to say and um, it was just looking at the funding that redacted got in the emergency funding allocation um which was at that time, um, 45,000 Luna. So that was certainly in the bottom half, if not bottom third of projects by amount of Luna received. Um, I mean, half a million Luna, I don't have half a million Luna. To me, that's a big number. Um, cool. But putting in perspective, like Stader Labs got 528,000 emergency allocation and they've got an LSD. Um, Prism got 410,000 and we're waiting so hopefully that's going to be something impressive. Um, so, so yeah, just comparing it to other projects that got that sort of figure. I mean, Redacted have I've built a mixer on Terra, and it's out. So it's up and running. It started off with just Luna. They added in the stable coins as well. So, like, stuff has been built. Whether or not that means Orbital Command is going to vote yes on this is is still sort of up in the air. But I, I don't think it's an unreasonable number. And um, I, I do agree with what MB is saying about this sort of milestones or yeah. Um, yeah, they're not getting the whole five hundred thousand straight away. Which I think any project did we do that with control? Did we just give control everything? <laughs> I don't think that's a good way to do it. So at least there is. It's not paid out over a huge, hugely long period of time, but at least it's staggered, which I, which I do appreciate. Absolutely. Should we bring up some speakers now, Rebel? What do you think? We're getting close to the hour. 
Yeah, um, there's no one that I can see waiting to, hey, we've got the big man. Is he going to come up? The original founder of Orbital Command. I'll send him an invite, see if he's got anything he'd like to share about mixers and privacy. We've also got Prathic. I will bring you up as a speaker. 417-4719. The, the invite is always there, and you, yo yo, what's up? Hello, bro. Individual, who's this? Hey, man. You got a question? How are you? I'm from India. Pretty good. How about you, man? Do you have a question or comment about redacted? Uh, I got questions. Number one. Hello. Yeah. Go ahead, Pratik. What's your question, please? What's the best job? What's What's the best job? You mean on the team or just in general? Team, teamwork. I think this could be a joke. Nah, bro. For real. Um. Hmm. I would say the best job on the team. Difficult to say. Probably the guy that did the Ronin art for us uh, back in the day, because uh, it was uh, he was actually a very very young artist, and it was pretty much his his first uh, bigger commission. And uh, so not only did he have a not only was he really dedicated to uh, doing it, um, he also had a lot of fun doing it. He uh, you know bl- learned skills. Uh, when it comes to pixel art, we were able to provide him with some uh, pixel art programs that uh, he ne- that he needed to create all of this. So uh, shout outs to that guy if he's listening. Um, that was probably in the timeline of Terra Bay slash Redacted Money. That was probably the coolest job. He probably had a lot of fun and uh, good good for him, man. He was he was really dedicated, and I appreciate it a lot. That that was kind of like one of those table topics put on the spot, and and you answered it expertly. Um, <laughs> we've we've got the founder of Orbital Command. Hey, hey what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Hey, you sound a bit hey. sleepy. Hey, Sean. Still in bed, my friend. Still in bed. <laughs> Living. The- um, I, sorry, I'm at a deficit. I just I just logged in right now, so I missed missed uh, most of the conversation. But I guess my question is in general, and if you already addressed this, then uh, please disregard. But like, how do you how do you guys foresee? Um, I mean, it, to me, it looks like there's this whole like regulatory battle uh, between at least the U.S. you know and uh, and privacy mixers and just. I'm assuming other governments are going to take up this fight too, because obviously it threatens their control and power. But how do you guys see like that unfolding in the future? You know, is it just brave teams like you kind of, you know, anonymously like fighting the the good battle and trying to eventually win or um, yeah, if you've addressed this again already, please disregard. But that's kind of my question. Like, how do you see that this, this fight unfolding? Yeah, we have we have not answered that so far. But um, but me personally, I get I get the impression that it's not 
just specifically the privacy sector they're coming after. I think Tornado Cash was just because it was like a, you know, a a a, a little bit of a pain for them. Um, but in general, I think the end goal is that they're trying to, you know, get get rid of decentralized crypto as a whole and and replace it with their with their CBDC. And uh, so this this is. I think this is larger than just privacy projects uh, and stuff like that. Um, I think this is partly a question of if, if when the time comes, when will the people stand up for their sovereignty or not? Because uh, in the end, what 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 authority has the right to ban Bitcoin? For what reason? It's it's math. It's simple math. In the end, really. Um, of course, a lot of people get scammed. A lot of people get ripped off, but that happens with regular banking services much more than it does with crypto and such. Um, but to get back to the question, I think I think the fight's going to be uh, broader on the crypto scale, not just privacy. Um, there is going to be some diff- difficult times ahead, which is why we need to make sure uh, to build this now, practically, while there is not any regulation in place or well if you know if, if there is regulation in place uh you can't start building but if if you've already built it built it if it's already online and running and and a smart contract on the uh, terra chain as long as the validators keep adding blocks to the chain that protocol will keep running tornado cash is still running you can't you can't stop it it's it's a decentralized protocol um and so in the end yeah, I don't think I have anything more to add. I, I think I sort of said everything about that. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, that's a great answer. Let me get a little bit more like tangible, a little bit more specific. So uh, here's a good example. I have a close friend who's like an early BTC guy and, you know, like kind of just super staunch believer in the space and in crypto. Uh, well, specifically Bitcoin. He's kind of a little bit of a maxi, but he had like this kind of like, mental crisis um over like the future of bitcoin and crypto when he ran into this issue where he had um i don't know if he specifically used sir but at some point he tried to sell some btc i want to say on coinbase or some whatever name your centralized exchange and they were like no you can't trade these because these are tainted Bitcoin, right? And he like had this literally had an existential crisis because this guy was like a staunch believer in Bitcoin as sovereign currency. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, how can this future go forward if, you know, our on-ramp and off-ramps all of a sudden are cock-blocking, you know, what they regard as quote-unquote tainted Bitcoin. And then he went, into this whole thing where he actually made an OTC deal with some Russian miner to like basically trade his tainted Bitcoin for like newly minted, you know, newly mined Bitcoin. And then he kind of had some peace of mind, but it was a whole ordeal, I remember. And he was like almost traumatized. And to this day, he's not sure about the future of crypto now because of that. And that got me thinking like, oh shit, you know, like if they control the on and off ramps, then that's a real a real point of like where they can turn the noose on us, right? Like even if we try to um, try to to create this future where you know we're 
tokens are are at least kind of obfuscated as far as history and stuff. So I guess the question is um, thoughts on that specifically as kind of the next step in the battle, right? Like, do you see, um, how do you see that unfolding? Do you see exchanges like popping up that are like kind of, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's that's my that's a concern that I've had too. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? It's definitely a valid concern, especially considering what some of um, I think this was European regulators have uh, put forth that they want to ban custodial wallets, or that pretty much for for each custodial Bitcoin wallet you have. So for for each wallet you actually hold your own keys to. Um, or, or for each address that it, it needs to be KYC for you to be able to use it at all, uh, which is, of course, in, insanely draconian. And But in the end, I think it's a question of uh, how far it's enforceable. Of course, with the on and off rims, they can really do some damage. But right, even if they crash Bitcoin down to $30 again, by removing on and off ramps and the only way to get bitcoin is over like an otc trade with with cash with your friend peer-to-peer -peer, how it's how it was originally intended to be um i think in the end it matters that blocks are, are being kept added to the chain um yeah and that in and of itself is, is kind of the utility of bitcoin know that it just keeps you can send money to whoever, nobody can stop you, and it just keeps adding blocks to the chain to, to secure the transactions that are going through. Sure. No. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think there, there's things that give me hope, right? Like there's things like ThorChain, where, you know, like it's a decentralized DEX and, you know, non-custodial. And so like, I think with the growth of stuff like ThorChain, at least you will be able to trade you know, between different tokens, right? And mm -hmm. then they can't mm -hmm. stop that. No centralized authority can stop that. So that's one way to get around stuff. And then, I don't know, I mean, I still think, I still have hope that like, you know, again, the whole premise that it doesn't matter if one government cock blocks you or three governments cock block you, like unless if there's still some government or some sovereign area in the world where you can exchange at least one crypto for fiat, then, you know, then there will be off ramps, you know, that you can get around the fence, right, that people try to put up. And I think that's one of my kind of hopes, right? So if stuff like ThorChain develops, and there are still places with on and off ramps that maybe not be in your jurisdiction, but somewhere in the world where crypto can be on and off ramp, then there's still, you know, a path for the future as hard as some governments might try. So I think that's kind of part of my hope. But curious to see how how this plays out in our individual lives you know um moving forward in the near future that was a comment not a question but yeah <laughs> sorry i talk a lot <laughs> no i i totally i totally agree with you on that point uh, it's you know, we got a we got a wonky future ahead especially with the uh, financial stability and the banking crisis and everything <sighs> In the end, it's it's uncertain, you know, but um, I am hopeful. I am hopeful that people will understand that this isn't some ev evil wizard money, that this is just, you know, <laughs> we, we evolve with our tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just, 
it's interesting stuff. Interesting times ahead, especially the next like I think year or two, as far as you know what this means for us early adopters, right? And how it's going to play out as far as our ability to do things. I think in the I think once we get around like you said, this understanding and this kind of mass adoption issue, then there's going to be a lot more that we can do, but should be interesting. I love what you guys are doing. Thanks for your hard work. Thanks for the comment, man. Yeah. Thanks for your insights, Black Trader. Um, perhaps we could have Ox ears come on. He's been waiting for a, a while, if you're still there, sir. Yes, he was getting cock blocked by the Black Trader. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, everybody. Um, I thought I'd jump in. I was just, I thought there's an important point to make here. And, and it's sort of like with the wider context of um, community, community pool spends, which is that a protocol like redacted money probably can't raise from venture capital because of the nature of the actual project itself. I mean, is that a fair assumption? Like, not many VCs would actually want to touch this. And you probably wouldn't want to dox. Like fundamentally, you wouldn't want to dox to these guys, but even if there was some kind of an NDA, which is completely unenforceable anyway. So it's like a practical point. Um, like community pools are probably the only way you could fund this kind of project. Uh, yeah. I mean, we haven't tried to get VC funding uh, after the tornado cash incident before. It was definitely a possibility, although also it was uh, met with skepticism. But um so yeah, I gotta say we have not tried, but I, if we were to try, I would not be very hopeful <laughs> that that would be a, a, a successful, you know, fundraise. Um, and in the end, we just don't like because this this is what happened with some other privacy protocols that that took VC money. The Tornado Cash incident happened, and they pulled their funding. And so even if the, I mean, t technically this could still happen with the community grant, if just uh, the, the multi-sig, if just the community says, you know, this is, we, ah, we got to pull the plug, stop this now. And all the um, multi-sig wallet holders uh, uh, agree, then uh, after all, you know, the plug can still be pulled by the community, but the community is always, always a uh, uh, different and more understanding and more lenient than uh, some some VCs just looking to make a quick 3x or something, you know? Um, I don't know if you've seen the show Silicon Valley, but that's that's how they really are from my experience sometimes. Uh, of course, depends on the VC, but that is definitely a fair point. We sort of have to go the community route uh, or, or self-funding. We have been, uh, after the, the emergency allocation funds um, ran out, we have been funding this for ourselves also, but you know, we just don't, don't have much more to give out of our private wallets. And uh, you know, now we're proposing to bring some utility for, for funding, which we wouldn't be able to do otherwise over VC. I, I, I do agree with you there, although I can't exactly confirm it because we haven't tried. Hmm, interesting. I mean, it's, it's always worth, I think in, in my experience, it's always worth going out just to test the waters and see what feedback you get anyway, because there's always some decent feedback you could get and sort of like, um, what, what strikes me is I, I can't think of the top of my head any privacy protocols that have a token. I kind of wish you guys didn't have a token because then it'd just be a clean, open source, public good. And you don't have this question about like tokens and it being sort of a private enterprise 
you know, I, I kind of wish if it, and frankly, I don't think, and this is my personal opinion, like uh, community pools should fund like private ventures, sort of private um, um, projects um, purely because it's just a bad version of a VC with no accountability and uh, a very, very inconsistent vetting process. Um, you know, you just kind of get who you get in, in Twitter spaces and sort of like people come to a consensus. So I, I kind of wish you guys didn't have the token in the first place um, and it'll make it really, really easy. But because of that, it makes it a little bit trickier, um, I think. But there's that. And it, the second question I kind of had was, um, so would all of the, I think the major benefit to Terra is if the entire like mixer pool is and all the TVL is sitting on Terra, um, which is from what I understand it is, but um, if router protocol, this is sort of like a, a really tasty uh, use case for router protocol as well. And when I say protocol, I mean blockchain. So the router blockchain, those guys, are they also providing some funding? And if they aren't, I would, I would definitely ask them because um, it, seems, it strikes me that they benefit quite a lot from this as well. Um, so the only support we're getting from them is just in the form of, uh, uh, you know, developers and uh sort of like guidance to um, system usage. But uh, when it comes to fund injections, there's, there's, there are no transactions uh, uh, of that nature. Mm, fair play. I, I would definitely ask them though, because this is like a tasty uh, use case for them. And, and it helps them sort of like uh, quite a bit too, to, to have you guys building on top of their blockchain. So it's sort of, um, yeah, it, seem, it seems like an obvious thing to do. Just tap them up and say, hey, fellas, how about, how about a little grant? How about some router tokies? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. Um, we're definitely going to reach out to them. We're in constant uh, communications with them. Um, you know, never hurts to ask. I agree with you. Sweet. But yeah, no, fundamentally, I think, um, I think everyone can see the benefit and the, and the actual sort of like problem. Whenever, I, whenever you're paying someone from your wallet, it's like, oh, shit, they're going to see I got wrecked last month, you know, like, oh, shit, these guys are going to see, <laughs> they're going to see what NFTs I've got here. They're going to see that I got destroyed by impermanent last, last year. Um, we're all there, like, I really don't, I want to hide my shame, so I want to use a, a mixer. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that strikes me as one use case. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a risky, it's a risky business, right? Mixers are risky. That fella's still in prison in the Netherlands with no, uh, no charges sort of raised against him. So, you know, hats off for taking it on. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I had to say really. Appreciate the comment, man. Thanks, Oxia. Um, yeah, good points there. Um, yeah, look, I just make one more point myself. Um, and circling back to the previous comment I made about, um, or the question I asked about the eight month timeline and, um, what I would really like to see out of this proposal myself um, is a pure privacy proposal um, and not have the NFT marketplace and the mysterious anchor as, as part of it. Um, and if that wasn't part of it, and that, of course, is not my decision to make, um, um, what would that impact be in, in terms of the time, like eight-month timeline? Uh, would that be, would that reduce it significantly or not? Um, and is, this, is that something you would consider? Um, in the end, uh, we do, it is open for consideration, uh, you know, all based on community wants and needs, because in the end, it's it's the community pool that we're getting the funding from. So it will be used for uh, what, what they decide in the end. Um, of course, if we were to, so 
the first things to be built are definitely the proof of innocence and the cross-chain uh, functionality because that is the most gain for the least work. Um, the NFT marketplace uh, is not as much. So after after the, those two would come the NFT marketplace and then uh, Ankh. Ankh is definitely sort of more of like a vision project um, that we're trying to look for in the future. Um, the NFT marketplace would probably be rather uh, quick. I don't have exact. We had a we had a spreadsheet for this where we planned all of this out. I can't find it off the top of my browser right now. But um, so if we were to drop Ink, it would be uh, relatively a lot of time saved. Uh, the NFT marketplace, not so much. In the end, um, the Ankh is going to be the last to be started with. And yeah, it's in the hands of the community. If the community says, you know, we think this is kind of stupid or this is this is kind of going nowhere or maybe because we're not transparent with it enough or things like that, uh, it's definitely open for consideration to just drop it and allocate the fund somewhere where the community sees it uh, more fit, whether it be liquidity or you know, somewhere else entirely. Yeah, I really appreciate that openness and um, to, yeah, to this idea. And um, I know where you guys were coming from, you know, originally um, at the time of your first proposal when you, um, you know, you saw the need for an NFT marketplace and perhaps a stable coin. And um, things have potentially sort of changed a little bit now um, with other stable coin projects coming. Um, so maybe that's something worth considering and um, perhaps sharing that timeline in your proposal uh, on Agora might be might be helpful. And if there's some feedback from the community, um, you might be open to making that change and reducing the timeline and getting that privacy app for us all to use sooner, which could be great. And just to come in on that, I mean, I mean just looking at Agora, um, the proposal just now has got two comments on it, one of which is from Redacted Labs. I think, I mean, it's incumbent on us as the community to, I mean, I, I've not commented on it, but everyone here like we should be educating ourselves i mean i've not read the full proposal myself i'm including i'm talking to myself here i'm admonishing myself but like there's three days left i'm not sure exactly if that's a full 72 hours or not but currently the proposal is not passing not because people are voting against it but just because not enough people have voted for it to reach quorum because like yeah remember the quorum got raised to what is it is it 40 percent now can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a, a larger quorum. I think. I think even if you're against this proposal, you're not sure about it. You are in favour. Like we we ha we should vote something. Like have the courage of your convictions. If you if you're against it, don't just like sit on your hands and hope it doesn't reach quorum. Because I think that is that's just being a pussy. Like yeah, say what you think. Um, horrible command haven't yet voted. We will vote. I'm not certain exactly which way we're going to vote, but we will definitely vote because it's important to to take a position, I think. And it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm assuming the Lunk Dow are going to vote. I don't know if anyone wants to speak on that, but it, that's my personal personal opinion. Have vote rather than not vote just to kind of get what you want. Yeah, I'll message Bruce. 
see if he's interested. Um, it's quite interesting that the 40% quorum, I didn't even know that happened, but uh, it strikes me that that selects for teams who can make enough noise to actually like get that quorum. Like, so like you have to be able to create enough hype or momentum or noise to actually get your vote to pass in the first place, which is kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, perhaps like that's another point there. If, if it doesn't hit quorum, teams are now almost required to sort of do this whole campaign and sort of like drum up some noise and support ahead of time, which is a good, it's sort of, yeah, it's, it selects for the teams who can actually achieve that um, in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I don't know if that's a, a, oh, you want to come in, Andy? Uh, yeah, the quorum change um, quite recently, you know, was, uh, was passed. Uh, I think it was kind of debated, but there wasn't much time to really go into it too deeply and yeah it is a little bit um it has some question marks um is there anybody else who wants to come up and speak i see tony from uh germany finance has just joined us which is which is great if you want to come up i've invited you as well so just while we're thinking of or tony's thinking of whether he's coming up or not it, i mean that that's one thing i disagree with you on mb I, it, as far as i was aware it, it wasn't really debated it was just bummed up as a proposal two days later there was a vote and it was, yeah, it was voted through. Um, the alleged reason was to stop scam proposals, but theoretically it could stop redacted because they're just not in quorum. And this is not a scam proposal. So I think that rationale is just incorrect. I don't know. I think I, I think I don't mind the idea that, again, going back to like, you know, what Ox Ear said about like, okay, if you're not going to get VC funding and if um, communities are act as, you know, community pools act as like poor, poorly vetting, you know, VCs, then I think this at a minimum at least kind of encourages uh, the community to vet these projects in a way. Like at least like, do you have a minimum of like marketing and voicing, like voicing your own project? you know, capacity and you have to be able to, as a project, like at least be able to voice to the community, the need and the importance of at least voting for this proposal, right. And getting the necessary attention, whether people vote yes or no is a different story, but at least it's like one way to, to some degree that the projects and, you know, um, yeah, I, I think it's actually, you know, an interesting criteria. I mean, this, I'm going to go vote right now based on the fact based on this, you know, AMA and like learning about the project. And, you know, I, I, I'm a supporter, so I'm going to vote yes right now with my personal funds. But I think that's a good way to vet, you know, again, vet, does the project have the ability to speak up for itself, to educate the public about the importance of this community good, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so that's a fair point. Uh, while I don't necessarily disagree with the point you're making, what I don't like about this massive quorum is it means that pussies cannot vote no and they can just hide from the vote and then pretend like they're abstaining or pretend like, oh, we just missed the proposal when they are literally voting no. And I don't like that. I, I have no problem with people voting no, but the vote should be on record. And I, I don't think this product proposal is going to have a, a problem reaching quorum. So by the looks of things, if people are really against this, they are going to have to come out and vote no. But essentially, that's what it does. It means no voters don't have to vote 
until the proposal reaches quorum. I'm sorry, we're going off topic from redacted specifically a bit, but that's quintessentially, that essentially that is what I really dislike about this. A smaller quorum means that people have to get involved and, and vote how they want to vote rather than sort of play politics. And I think this larger quorum, and then there's been research on this, um, which, which Orbital Command put out at the time, actually, um, from the political realm, the larger quorums mean that no voters just don't vote. You just have lower participation rates in, uh, in governance, basically, with higher quorums. I think that's been proven, uh, Rebel. Yeah. I think that's, fair. that's a fair point, Rebel. I think what you're saying is actually very fair. This reminds me of Mirror, Mirror Protocol, where nobody would vote for new assets, even though it made complete sense, like add Coinbase. It's like, yes, we want Mirror Coinbase, but not enough people are voting because they just don't care because they'd rather farm and sell the token. So it was like, oh, we pay people to vote. Um, all right, we'll pay people to vote. And then people would <laughs> they'd, they'd get the token, they'd vote, and then they'd sell it straight away. Like they just get the reward because it was predictable. Like it's going to arrive on this block. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that, that also was a, a weird incentive, but yeah, incentives around this kind of stuff are pretty confusing. Um, I still think the community would, would definitely benefit from a framework or like, at least like come to some kind of consensus on what kind of projects, what kind of, you know, like what should the funds be used for? Because otherwise like teams have to come up with their own ideas of like, okay, well, we're going to, like, for example, Redacted said, Hey, we're going to give you some tokens. We do a little treasury swap thing here. Have like hundred k, hundred k, red tokens, and it's like, well, okay, I, I guess that's cool. I guess that's interesting, but it, it would just be helpful for everyone to understand, like, um, or, or rather, agree on what those basic ideas are. Like, what is this pool for? <laughs> like, like, what is the pool for? And if a team comes up and it's like, yeah, we've ticked all the boxes, like your specification here, like tick, 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 and maybe there's some some extra stuff too, but. At least then everyone everyone can say, oh yeah, cool. Well, they've they've hit those criteria. Let's let's vote this through. Like everybody kind of rally behind this thing. Yep, yep. It's 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 hit the mark. Um, let's let's get this thing passed. So I don't know. Well, just thinking of a token that's pumping right now. Who should maybe sort of go for a treasury swap with the community pool? We could get like billions of roar tokens for millions of lunas. Yeah, I was, I was offering. I was offering to Ryan, you know, LunkDAO would be happy to buy $1 of raw tokens at a $1 billion valuation and create the poster. You know, uh, LionDAO has closed around $1 billion valuation led by LunkDAO. Um, I'm happy to create that poster. I'm also happy to commit $25 million to an ecosystem fund um, that's ready and available at any time. Um, so, you know, this is all on the table. All we have to do is hand over 10% of the total Lion supply, which is 1 trillion tokens. All we're asking for is 1 trillion tokens. That's so much to ask for. I don't think that's a big ask. And on that note, I think we may well have come to the end of this space. So thank you very much, Redacted. Is there Black Trader? Do you want to come back in, MB? I'm good, man. I think I've, I've said my part. I'm excited for this proposal. Well, we, it, we'll see. He's going to have to have an internal meeting then. Um, sounds like we've got at least one person going to be voting yes. So, yeah, thank you very much <laughs> for coming and listening. Speak to your validator. Um, Galactic Punks haven't voted yet. Um, decide what you want to do with your personal stack. But my advice is educate yourself and 
vote, and I think I think that goes for I think we can say orbit this orbital command advice. Um, thanks everyone. Good night. Thanks everyone. Thanks for having us on. It was great. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Orbital Command hosting Redacted Money to discuss their proposal with an AMA. Recorded on Saturday, April 8th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den vision in the middle men listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion Little den vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds do. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop, ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth, slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement, could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next billion Terror spaces.